Yo, 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 what's going on with y'all? It's your boy Convo and Marlo. Today I got a special guest with me here today. Who do I have with me here today? It's Yawa. Hi, everyone. Miss Yawa in the cut. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? How you feeling? I'm good. What's up? You're good? How was your day? It's chilling. You know, just work. Same old, same old? Always. What do you do for work? So I am a mental health support coordinator. Basically mm-hmm. what that means is um, I work for a nonprofit organization. Um, so this community-based organization. So people who need help in terms of like their mental health. My job is kind of to make that program happen and support people in the community with their mental health. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so when you say mental health, because the way movie is stereotyped, it, whenever you talk about mental health, you're crazy, you're running up walls, doing this <laughs> and that. What, what is truly men- mental health? So mental health uh, looks different for different people, but essentially it's maintaining the well-being of um, your mental, your 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 mind, essentially. So this is your emotions. This can be your feelings. This can be um, how you how you operate, how you function. Um, but at the very basis, it's um, mentally how you can function at your best. Yeah. So anything that hinders that, then you can you can stand to say your mental health has been affected, or you're some suffering from mental health issues if it gets that far. Wow. So you think it could be, so it could really be almost anything, something you suffer from a kid, a week ago, a car crash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, The important thing, though, is um, how it affects your ability to function. So, for example, if today I, you know, I bomb my my test or exam and I'm in my feelings, I'm sad. um, That's not enough to say that I might have mental health issues because I could get up the next day and be like, okay, you know what? That happened. I'm over it. Mm. But if, you know, that happens and I'm in my feelings and then maybe something else happens that triggers me and, you know, for the next week or two, three weeks, I still can't get out of that that place where I feel like, you know, I'm angry at, at everything that happened or I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling, you know, anxious when it stops me from doing things that I need to do, like going to school, going to work, studying mm. for the next exam, talking to people around me, then, you know, it's more a serious issue. So it's okay. Like people need to understand it's okay to feel the things that might make up mental health issues. So like depression or anxiety, mm. it's okay to be depressed, you know, for a day. Um, if you, you know, bomb a test or if you go through a breakup or it's okay to feel anxious if you have, you know, the test coming up or a big interview coming up but if those prolong past those events and it stops you from doing the things in your life that you need to get done then you know like something something's wrong mm. because uh when it comes to stuff like that it's like i notice a lot of people like to keep it to themselves mm. you know what i'm saying you think with things like that it's better to keep to yourself just because who are you why do you need to know what mm-hmm. i got going on mm-hmm. or is it like or is it like something you have to let it out keeping it bottled it's just not good for you. You know what I'm saying? Because not everybody has the answers to yeah. your problems. Yeah. But it can just be something as simple like, okay, I had a bad day. I want to talk to someone about it. If I want to talk to you about it, it's not like, okay, Marky, I want you to give me the advice. What is the solution to this? It could be as simple as I, was, I want you to hear me out. Like, mm. I want my feelings to be heard and validated by somebody. Not necessarily that I want you to give me the advice or how am I going to make this situation better. Sometimes all you need is just someone to say, yeah, I feel you. You're right. You're okay for feeling that way type thing. I know for some people, like, I used to be like this and I'm still, like, working on it. Like, I keep everything. Like, I withdraw almost. Like, if I'm going through something, I want to figure it out, like, myself type Mm. thing. So I'll just kind of withdraw from the situation. I won't talk to people about it. Um, And hopefully, like... I get over the situation, which is 
not good. Um, and I heard this analogy from like a, a different, an, an older person, but for black people, or I don't want to speak for anybody else, but I know for black people, it's like, you know, when you see the light come on on your car, you need, you need to take it to a mechanic or something. The tech engine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but black people, they wait till the, that car breaks down oh before, <laughs> before taking it in. And it's the same thing with how we're feeling, you know, like, okay, I had a bad day, whatever, but black people will wait until, or I don't want to speak for everybody, but some people will wait until they're completely like broken down or at their very end or lowest before they go and get help. And that's kind of like the danger with keeping things in because when it builds up and you explode, when you could have kind of maybe taken that step earlier on and gotten that help, it could have changed how things played out, but it's easier than said than done for a lot of people, wow. including myself. Um, you, you think with that, there's a reason we, we tend to do something like that. We wait till very last minute. Cause I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I'm the same way too. Cause mm -hmm. it's like when it first happens, oh, it's not that big. Yeah. When it happens again, okay, whatever. Now when it becomes a pattern, it's happening on the regular, it's like, by the time you hit your your final breaking point, you're like, man, not like yeah. I should have probably checked someone about time. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I I could not even because even like right now, the windshield wiper on my car has been busted for I don't know <laughs> how long, and mm. it's like it's fine. I can keep pushing back. I can keep push, pushing it back until like that thing flies off. And it's like okay, damn, I need to go like get this fixed. But in terms of like why, I honestly don't don't have like a real proper answer because I, again, it could be like. There's also anxiety as a part of that because to think of you know calling someone to get help having to sit down having to talk to someone about like all your feelings and what's going on it's long right so yeah. it could just be maybe just simple easy to just keep it to yourself and hope hope things work out like for the best it's a lot more comfortable mm -hmm. that way as opposed to you know going to talk to someone going out your way to find someone to talk to because that's a lot more uncomfortable and we tend to stay with things that are comfortable to mm -hmm. us you get with, with with stuff like that, it's crazy because for me, I feel like I can't speak to someone unless they look like me, mm. if that makes sense. Like, for an example, let's say I'm looking for a therapist or something like that, and it's mm -hmm. a non-colored individual. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you know? You know what I'm saying? Let's say That's I'm talking true. to you about police or just, just something that only another African-American male can relate to. Mm -hmm. How much advice can you really give me? Mm -hmm. Um... I feel as though when you're looking for someone to talk to, most men, I should say, I don't really know that much. Most men, I, I feel as though we look for people that look like us. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. an older an older mm -hmm. guy or someone maybe roughly around our age. Mm -hmm. Because coming to a female about your type of problem, you feel as though they might belittle you. Mm -hmm. Or why am I going to a female when it comes to manly problems? Mm -hmm. Do you think that's another thing we run into? Oh, yeah. Oh starting with like the the person who looks like you like already like it's just something as simple as even walking into a room and you see another black person it's like oh, okay calm like you know i'm not the only mm. i'm not the only black person in here type thing or even like as a girl you go in and you see another girl it's like okay calm already i can relate to you off of the fact that you're either a girl or you're black or even like both mm. like from there it's like okay i can i can read a little bit so now when you're taking something as serious as like your mental health, like issues that could even have stemmed from way back from when you were a kid that you don't like to talk about, like that you don't share with your friends or your family or things that, you know, you keep inside, who you talk to is like so crucial. And mm -hmm. it's, it's a right to be picky about that because that's going to determine the way your healing and overcoming those issues goes. So coming back to the, the point of like someone that looks like you, like, for example, back to my job where I work 
or what I do is that we have like you know a mental health clinic that specifically has black therapists so just having that in place helps so many people out because like you said certain things that you just don't have to explain like mm-hmm. being black like you know how your parents might operate or you know it's like okay why don't you just tell your parents this and it's like fam like I'm, I'm, I'm African or I'm Caribbean like certain things like we just don't talk about so having a black therapist like you don't have to waste your, your little you know one hour 30 minutes or whatever you have your appointments mm-hmm. ex- re-explaining those issues because they can just understand so that already sets the foundation of how that's gonna go now back to like what you said some some black men prefer female some black men like have no issue like speaking with a female because they feel like that's maybe there's less pressure there because what their issues are could be emasculating or makes them feel like less of a man so it might be harder to you know talk to another man about that because it's like oh you know, I'm supposed to be a man, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. So maybe a female, you know, would be easier to talk to. But I know for other, like, you know, black males, they want to talk to a man because he's going to understand exactly what you're going through in terms of maybe you have issues with the female, you have, you know, issues with police or issues like at home, expectations of being a black man in society. Like, only another black man is going to get that in the way that you want him to. So I think, like, when it comes to therapy or it comes to, you know, talking to someone, who you talk to is a hundred percent super important and it's nice that now we're getting more you know black mental health professionals in place because you can start from start your kids from young talking to someone that looks like them and it might even be like your kid be like oh i want to be like that when i grow up because they see someone in that position so i think having more of these people in the community or like in the black community in general goes goes a long way wow um i tried i tried the the therapist thing out and at first, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was kind of skeptical about it because like mm-hmm. I'm going to a stranger, I'm going to a stranger about everything, but um, I was I was feeling some sense of relief when it came to it, but it came to a point where it's like I feel like you're just reading everything. Like me, I I wanted I wanted to feel as though if I'm talking to you, I want to speak to you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to speak to you and then you reply to me off whatever is in front of you, piece of paper. I want to have mm-hmm. a, a genuine conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just give myself a pat on my back on, on my back because I at least gave it a try. Oh, yeah. But it's just that specific lady. She's doing a good job, mm-hmm. but that specific lady just wasn't for me because mm-hmm. it just felt scripted. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel. She would ask me about something, we talk about it, and then she said she would say. Okay, so why do you think you feel like that? Mm-hmm. And just you, you can just tell when someone is reading something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it was just yeah, yeah. it just didn't feel genuine to me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I get it. Um, there's a there's this IG this this dude on IG that I follow. He said it took him at least seven tries until he found the right one. Mm-hmm. And for me, maybe that might be the issue. Maybe I might have to just keep on searching far and wide. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I'll get to one. But it's just for the time being, right now, it's just. I just have certain people that I talk to, mm-hmm. like friends and uh, friends and some family members. But what I wanted to ask you is, growing up as a, as a black kid, a majority of us get whooped for doing oh, yeah. bad stuff, right? <laughs> what I wanted to ask you is, can you really go to your parents about your issues? No, obviously, they won't, they won't hit you now at mm-hmm. your grown age. But like, <laughs> do you feel as though that's someone you can go to for advice? Mm-hmm. To be honest, now I could probably say yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Like I'm kind of lucky in the sense that like my my parents are like super, um, let me not say super, but they're more liberal than maybe other people or how they were before. Meaning like, um, they kind of get like what I go through now. Like they kind of understand. Like I'm my dad. He knows about like mental health issues. He knows about things like depression and addiction and 
whatever, whatever. So if I was having like an issue, I could I could probably go to him. The only thing is I might not get like an answer like the way that I want. And the thing mm-hmm. about like my my dad specifically is once he's in your business, he's in your business. Uh, so yeah, that's false. Yeah, yeah. Once mm-hmm. he's in your business, he's in your business. So it could be like just that day, you know, I want to talk about it and then, you know, I'll figure it out by myself. Thanks for listening. But he'll be like following up and checking. And I don't blame him like because, you know, he's a dad. Like that's what he wants to do for his kids. But at least with, you know, like a therapist, it's like, okay, I can talk to you this time of week and then I can go on my own and I can come back to you. But like talking to your your parents, it's like he's going to be on your neck about, you know, like how did this go? How did this go? Did you follow up? Or he'll be over worrying when it's not mm, necessary. So now like yeah, now we're both yeah. stressed out. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if I needed to approach him like for something like serious, like I could, I could definitely. That's, yeah. that's how, that's exactly how it is with my dukes. With my mom, I'll tell her something that should be about this big. Yeah. And it just turns oh into something God. like families in Haiti dying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just unnecessary things that have nothing to do with anything. That's why I feel as though sometimes it's not the best mm-hmm. to go to your oh, parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, off that topic now, recently you hosted a, um, a black mental health thing. What? Did I? You, you jogged my memory. Recently, we you we did that video. Oh, you talking about the video? Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. okay. I what do you think I was about, talking about? Like an event or something? Like I've been gone. No, no, no. Um, you you hosted that a, a little bit ago, and I, I what I really liked about it is how um, when like when you're in your zone, you're in your zone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What was the reasoning for all all that? And how did you pick the people that you picked? Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically, um, that video is to promote like the, the therapy clinic I was talking about. Because I kind of found like once I started working there that a lot of people, like people that should be knowing about it, don't know about it. So mm-hmm. um, what we tried to do or what I wanted to do was kind of create like a promotional video to have people talking one about the clinic, what it entails, you know, who works there. Um, and then also people that may have used the clinic or used therapy or their experience with like mental health. So that's kind of like the reasoning behind it. And it turned out really well. Like I got mm-hmm. to see the clips the other day and I was really happy with it. And then when it came to picking like people, like obviously it was strategic, you know, we weren't picking people like randomly, but we really want to pick, um, you know, like have different types of black people. So, you know, people of different shades that look different because the more diversity you have in there, the more people like can relate. So we had, you know, like a family in there because the clinic does family therapy. You know, we had the older, older black male because, you know, it it caters to everybody young and old. Um, And we got um, like you specifically, because (laughs) one of the things is like not to not to be stereotypical, but you're kind of like you're not the type of person people would would think would be in therapy and i mean that respectfully like you know you got the dreads like the way you look as a black male wouldn't be the the type of black male people would think would be in therapy Mm -hmm. so like you know if other black males see that it's like okay calm like or even this podcast people like from this podcast like yo if marky's using therapy like okay maybe let me check it out yeah Mm -hmm. yeah type thing so like just picking like certain people from different niches, you know, we had like one guy, you know, who's a university student, a lot of university students, like speaking from experience, like we be going through it when it comes to like mental health. So in terms of like the type of people we wanted in the video, we kind of like wanted to hit like the different niches of people that should be kind of, at least if you're not using the, the therapy, you should know about the therapy because mm-hmm. then you can talk about it in your circles or like to whoever you think might benefit from it. Wow. Um, what what I really liked about it is um, I got to hear other people like mm-hmm. the other people that that were there. I got to hear them how they think about this. And it's crazy because it's like wow, you really thought like that, mm-hmm. or you had it like that. 
it's always the ones that look the most calm, the most cool, calm and collected yeah. that always have the most going on. Oh, yeah. I forgot what what one of the dude's name was, the chubbier dude. I was yeah. laughing a lot. Like, yeah. this guy was just talking. I was like, yo, he's, he was very intellectual with the shit, yeah. with the shit he was saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, no diss, but he didn't seem like, you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, nah, but the, um, basically with all that, what I'm trying to say is I like it. It's bringing awareness. It's bringing oh, yeah. more people. And exactly what you said, it's like, I'm not going to lie. I know exactly what you mean when you say I don't look like the type yeah. of to be in that. Because um, this, this is when I knew my friends were just tunnel vision. Mm. They are or not tunnel vision. They're just so closed-minded. Yeah. I, when I was bringing it up to them, oh, um, Yawa or Kojo's sister was telling me or brought this thing up to me and I'm really thinking about doing it. What do y'all think? What? You want people to think you're crazy? Yeah. You know, niggas just always have things to add on yeah. to it. Oh, yeah. But like when I got there, I just felt so free letting mm-hmm. it off my mind about this, about that. It was just nice. Mm-hmm. You know, and like nobody's judging you. And I feel like that's the most important thing. Having black people in a, in a spot where they won't feel exactly. judged. Exactly, not judgmental. Yeah. Because the thing with your, with your friends, obviously, you know, they can go, they'll, they'll tell you they're not going to judge you, but see something as simple, like, mm, I kind of want to try, like, you know, therapy, like, what, are you crazy? Like, are you mental? And like, nah, I don't, mm. and the thing is, I don't blame them because like, depending on how you're raised or like for a lot of like black people, like we have a lot of work to do in terms of moving mm. forward in, in mental health. So when people have those sentiments or those thoughts or that mentality about like, it was only recently like that my, like my parents or, you know, maybe some other like people in my circles kind of thought differently and even myself like there was a time like where I was going through stuff and I'm a psych major so I knew about like you know all these mental health issues and I still didn't go see nobody even Mm. though like I was going through it so like it's not even enough to 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 be aware of it like or to even just like know what's going on like even because even though I knew like you know I can go see a therapist or I can go see a counselor like I I still didn't and I was going through like a really like rough time so it's like damn we got a lot of like work to do in terms of getting people to feel comfortable like using therapy but like the more you use it and the more you talk about it like for example what you do with your friends like maybe for one of them it might take like yo marky kind of mentioned this like this time maybe i'll ask them about it so mm. even that like is is, is dope mm. do you feel like um do you feel like with what you did or what you had going on that day with that uh with us making that video did you learn anything from it did you gain anything from it? Mm, was there anything to be gained from it? Oh, yeah. I think seeing how, like, eager people are to talk about, like, mental health, like, boom, sit them down, ask them these questions. Like, it's not, like, that scary of a topic, actually. Once you put people in the right environment, you know, make them feel comfortable, like, let them know, like, you know, this is just, like, a conversation. And once they start talking about, like, their mental health or what they go through, it's just, like, a, a simple, like, conversation. And I think, like, that's where we should, like, all, like, get get to so if i hit you like yo mark how you feeling today like you should look comfortable like to be honest it's not a good day like Mm. i'm really in my head or vice versa like it's a really good day like you know like i did this this and this so like seeing how comfortable people actually can be like you know talking about their mental health given like you know they're in a safe space like you know they're talking to people that they can trust is like a testament to how good like therapy or counseling or like mental health as a conversation can be if we make it that way Mm. so would it be the same way to approach a woman that's going through depression the same way as you would approach a man? Would the approach be the same? To be honest, I don't think gender gender can can play a role, but it more depends like on the situation. So what 
what is the cause like of the depression like there's so many different factors that that play a role gender mm. yes but i think the situation aspect is is more of a more of a determining factor than than maybe gender or um maybe age because once you start looking at like gender and approaching things differently like it might it might hinder like the treatment so first you want to look at like the person like as they are not like okay is he a man or a female or da 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 um where you get differences though is like ages and then also like the the conditions so there's definitely mm. different ways to approach people with depression versus people with anxiety versus mm. people with ocd versus people with uh, BPD, which is like bipolar disorder, OCD is like, you know, obsessive compulsive d- disorder. So the different types of issues that they're facing is going to determine the type of treatment that you use. Mm-hmm. Um, as for gender specifically, I wouldn't think it's that big of a difference. I could I could be wrong, I could be mistaken. But what I know is it's like the type of situation that the person is coming from. So, for example, anxiety from domestic abuse mm-hmm. might be different from, you know, anxiety from from a fear or from a phobia type thing. So the situations that cause the disorders can determine the different types of approaches that that you would use for each person. Sheesh. So as a black man or a black male, I already know like the type of struggles black men run into. What are some of the struggles that black females run into? Black women (laughs) go, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I know we have those one, two similarities. Like maybe we walk into a store and suddenly eyes are on us. Mm -hmm. But what are some of the things that y'all run into that we don't? Hmm. I think to be honest, there's it might be different for everybody. Like mm. I know, like a big thing for for myself and some people around me is like imposter syndrome. What's that? So basically, it's like feeling like you're like a fraud or like you're not good enough, even though like you have like the qualifications for exactly what you're doing. Mm. So for example, like maybe if I was doing this podcast, I would feel like, oh my god, my podcast is like trash. Like it's not good enough. Like like I'm 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 fraud. Like people. When people give me compliments, I'm like, nah, like I can't take that because I'm not mm. actually as good as, or I don't think I'm as good as they're telling me to be. And this is like, black women also like try to um, work harder to feel like they deserve, you know, like where they are type thing. Mm. But as a man, like it might be easier for men because you know you're you're already getting that validation that you know like you deserve to be here. Where women, it's like when you get compared to a man, like a man might always win out in that situation. So. For women and black women too because not only are you black one so you already got that set up against you and then two you're a woman so it's mm-hmm. like a lot easier to feel like invalidated and to feel like you're not good enough in certain like situations or in certain areas uh even though you are so i think that's one that's one thing um probably the biggest thing um in terms of anything anything else i feel like black women might be like the most um maybe not the most but under a lot of like scrutiny like in terms of like okay anything you do as a black woman is like being watched whether it's like mm, your geez. hair like the way you come up with your hair like maybe your body the way you speak like people are ready to just to push those stereotypes onto you so mm. sometimes you gotta be like okay i want to prove these people even though you don't owe people an explanation mm-hmm. yeah but it's like okay i want to i don't want to fall into that box you know i'm scared of like being labeled this this and this because people are so ready just to be like mm-hmm. okay she's already loud okay she's already ratchet okay she's mm-hmm. already ghetto she's already this she's already that type thing so i feel like it's gotten like a little bit like you know better in terms of like where it used to be before like when i was like growing up <laughs> compared to now but i just feel like as a, like a black woman people are so ready to like to talk just on me talk. yeah yeah compared to maybe some mm. other people um it's crazy because with with that type of thing what i think about is black women are 
always talked down upon, but yet the gay men, Spanish women, they apparently they, from what I've heard, they like to act like black women. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Do you, do you think that's true? Have you ever seen any occasions where? So I wouldn't even I wouldn't that? even like specify that, but I think black cultural in it, like in a whole, like in general, people like to pick and choose like stuff from from black culture that they like. So even like the way that like you talk, like this thing that you use, someone that that isn't black or someone that you know would have no business talking talking like that is talking like that mm-hmm. because it's cool, right? Mm-hmm. Or the way that you dress, wow. the way you got your yeah. hair, or the way like maybe the music that you know black people make, people would would take that because you know it's it's cool and it's hip and it's you know whatever it's fresh da 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 so i wouldn't even specify like you no know, specific people but i think in general like people will can pick and choose like from black culture like what they like and what they want to emulate but like leave the things that they don't like you know about black people mm. which is like you know our skin color or um you know the stereo the other stereotypes like oh black men you know they're aggressive and they're they're rude and then the ghetto and this this, this that that but uh, I think, yeah, in general as a whole, like black culture period is like people pick it apart and take the stuff that they, they like and use that for however they want. Mm. What was what was your, I assume you, you spent a uh, decent amount of years here in Edmonton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what what was your, what was your upbringing like? You know what I'm saying? Was it? As like a black girl? Yeah. <laughs> um, growing up as a black girl here, to be honest, it was like, it was it was like a period where you know people like did not rate black girls mm. even black maybe i'm speaking for myself as a black girl i didn't rate black girls like i wanted to be white i wanted to Damn. be yeah like i didn't want to be you know associated with, like black people that i didn't really like being black to be honest so that was like junior high even like beginning of high school like mm-hmm. um i used to go by the name alora which is like my middle Allura. name yeah wow. yeah my middle name yeah so it wasn't until like maybe second year of high school that I started to go by like Yawa more and I started to, you know, gain more like black friends and like actually find, you know, you know, um, pride in like being black. Mm-hmm. But then even in high school, you know, you were getting dissed by the, by the black guys. Actually, a lot of the hate come, came from black guys. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna yeah, lie, yeah. 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 You know I'm not, no, no, no. I wasn't a part of it, but <laughs> you, I know exactly you, you know what, what I was talking about. about yeah. yeah. So coming from the black guys. So like being a black girl is like, you got to fend for yourself, like 24 mm-hmm. seven type, type thing i mean it built my character a little bit because <laughs> now if you give me one i'll give you two like mm. go back and forth we can we can run it if you want but um it was definitely like people never let you forget that you were a black girl mm-hmm. like no matter what type it's, thing i i I'd, I'd go through the same well not that type of stuff but i go through the same type shit where it's like first day of school uh they check the board they see my my government yeah. so they're expecting a white boy yeah, 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 yeah. i pull up and they look behind me like do you know where Marcus is? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But but it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just run into the typical, let's say we're about to watch a movie in class. The lights, lights turn off. off. Yeah, they're looking Mario, where'd yeah. you go? I see your eyes. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's, I like how you said that because low key, I remember I had a point where I was like, that was like, I think my life would be a little bit easier if I was just white. Oh, yeah. And niggas would always have, not niggas, but like white people would always have a, man, I think you'd look better if you look like this. Or mm-hmm. maybe if your skin was just a little bit lighter or if you was white, I think you'd look better. Mm-hmm. And I low-key let that get to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But as I got older, more to like junior high days, I started like really loving myself, oh, learning yeah. about my people, mm-hmm. etc. And I really regret letting them get to me. Mm-hmm. I wish I had the knowledge I had today. Back then. Back right? then so I could just give it to yeah. them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, go ahead.
um no definitely like especially like when i was like in elementary and i was like in junior high i was like one in elementary i know i was like the only black kid like maybe in, besides my sisters mm-hmm. there was maybe two three other black kids in that school and they were even mixed so oh, wow. already one week like we were the only like black kids so i was surrounded by you know what kids so whatever they did i did type thing and like you know my parents they don't they didn't really understand because where they came from everybody's like black everybody's african so mm-hmm. they don't really get that you know i'm i'm being influenced by you know other people type thing and not seeing like other black people around me there wasn't really no like there was really no incentive to be black like the, i don't see nothing good about being mm-hmm. black you, you get so when, when white people are doing this or telling me this is like okay i like i believe in like i want to be white or, or i want to be as far from from black as possible type thing or even like you know certain jokes that were made like i would just laugh because you know like you know, I just want to fit in or mm-hmm. like I wanted to, you know, get along with everybody type thing. And again, there was no incentive. Like there was nothing for me to be proud of or to defend from from being black because I never I never seen that. So um, that was like junior high. But then in high school, like, again, when I started learning more about the culture and seeing like, OK, you know, being black is actually like having more black friends, like mm-hmm. finding out like what it actually means. And then seeing like even like how black culture has like I don't want to say taken over, but. I've been more tapped into it. So like, you know, the music and the different like, like influences I see. So like someone like Normani, mm. like who's just like, you know, she's just fire. She, you know, looks good. Is that the dance. tennis player? No, no, no. Serena Williams. I'm talking to Normani like, she's like a singer. She's just some, someone oh. that I, like I follow on Instagram. But yeah. seeing like other black people, you know, like doing well, like is like down. Like it makes you feel like happy as well, like to be black. Mm. Like especially like growing up when you didn't have that. So like. As a high school girl, like you want to see more, like you know, black women doing this and looking good, and you know, getting their flowers, and that mm. makes you feel like, because you can relate and like they represent you in some some sort of way. So, mm. yeah. The last thing I wanted to add to that, um, like back to like being in elementary. Mm. Another thing that just came to me out, out of nowhere was um, another thing I hated hated in elementary. I forgot we was watching a documentary. It was the I, doc- I know you're going with this. I know exactly it was, where you're going. It was um something about black people. I don't know why we're watching this in grade five, six. <laughs> we're watching a documentary, and then the um. They mentioned slaves. <laughs> the N word came up. The E R. Oh. So when that part came on, uh, there was a whole sentence, and the last, the second last word was the N word. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the computer just froze. Oh my god. The computer, the computer just froze, and we was watching on a projector, oh. so it's showing up on the whole wall. As soon as it the computer froze, you hear everybody's neck just staring at me. Everyone's staring at me. I'm like, bro, come on, y'all know I'm not a nigga, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's those little things that would really get to you. Like, man, is it even worth it being black? Like, why do That's I have to I'm go? No those little microaggression shit. And especially when you're the only black, because I remember the same uh, thing happened. They're, they're in grade grade four, I think. We're talking about slaves. How black people, say, and you're the only black person in the class. Oh Everyone's my god. So this is what a slave looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it is like it's like. Do you do you think I'm a slave? Like, like I have just no, as much rights. Well, I should have just as much rights as you. Why? No, that's what I they, hated they, that. They would have been thinking. So you just like I remember just looking straight ahead, like not trying to like look at anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you wanna know what I did? When they look back, I look back too. I'm trying to see what everybody's looking at. No, yo. I hated that. That that shit would irritate, and you feel it like it's building up in your stomach, like it's coming out of the like. You just want to dive into the ground, like honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I remember them them ones. I had um okay last thing last um I had a I wasn't really cool with this dude at the time, and 
It was him and these two other white boys in construction class. The white boy called me the N word, mm. and I told him, "Okay, cool. When we go outside, because our lunchtime is when we go outside. Yeah. We gonna fight." <laughs> I tried to fight the nigga, and his the bigger friend came out yeah. and tried to defend him. So we just pushed in, and then finally someone stopped it. The nigga ended up throwing a snowball at me. So I started fighting, fighting, and the homie that called me a nigga was behind him, oh, wow. calling me it still. As I'm fighting his friend in front. Oh, wow. But um, a few years later, like literally about two years ago when that whole BLM, BLM um, protest was going on in our city, yeah. he sent he sent me a DM apologizing. Oh, about that situation? About that whole thing. Like he, he sent me a DM apologizing about defending someone that said it. Oh. He didn't say it, he was defending someone that said it. Yeah. And at first I'm like, at first I'm like, oh, wow, you know, it takes a lot of heart to do that. But then it hit me. He's only doing it because of this whole BLM thing mm-hmm. that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't going on, would he have said it? Yeah, he you know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't know. Is is a lot of these little things I like to think about? Like, who are you when when it's time to be you? Exactly. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, in the black community, what are some of the barriers that we face against each other, like black men and black women? Mm, I think. Like we mentioned, like that that growing up thing, like mm-hmm. when black men were on, you know, black girls for like, you know, the way they looked and just like constantly dissing. Mm. Uh, even though it's gotten better now, actually, like because like one of the things that I used to be like that stuck with me for a long time after that actually was like kind of getting into like relationships or something like that. Like the first thing you think when you see like you know a black guy that maybe is like attractive, like damn, does he like black girls? Ah, like, like, wow. Yeah, that's, that's how it was. Oh, yeah. Up until Sheesh. yeah, some time ago actually, because it's, you're so used to black guys just like dissing like black girls, unless you're light skin. Mm. But like as a dark skin black girl, the first thing like you would even think before like okay he's cute, mm, does he like black girls? Wow. And then you would just like you just take your L. Oh my bad. You would just take your L if he didn't like black. How girls. do you find that out? If he fucks with black girls, like you not. could ask him, ask his friends, da 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 da. Like there was ways of finding out, but like, and it was just normal. Like if he didn't like black girls, you just take your L and you you go Damn. on. Like it was just like, oh, well, he doesn't like black girls, but I do, you, and you move on type thing. Like it wow. was just like standard. But like now that's it's it's different now type thing. Like mm-hmm. you can you can usually tell like you know like there's a black guy that doesn't like like black girls. Like they usually look a certain way type thing. So mm. <laughs> so how come? Okay, how come when? Okay, um, when a black guy is with a white girl. Is he's frowned upon, he's everything, but when it's vice versa, a black girl with a white man, black queen, you know. So what I'm I don't want I don't want to generalize, but typically, like when a when a black man would like you know go with like a white girl, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't want to generalize again, but typically, like that black man would be dissing you know black woman type thing. So that's like the same thing. Like oh, does he like black girls? Mm-hmm. You would ask that first. And it's like, nah, he only likes white girls because he thinks black girls are ghetto. Da, 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 da. And I don't want to generalize that like from everybody, but like back then that was typically the thing. Like, like you would talk down or you would like dislike black women. Da, da, da. But now it's like different. Like you can have like your preferences and like still respect like you know you know black women. And that's calm. Like that's completely fine. Like everyone's mm-hmm. allowed their preferences. But it's like where your preference is coming from. Like if you only like black women because you or white women because you think or any other race of women because you think black women are this 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 and this or like some negative stereotypes then no that's not that's not correct but if you prefer you know this race but you would still be okay with like this race then like mm-hmm. that's contact thing but it's like you got to check yourself first like where are your preferences like 
coming from type thing mm. so someone can say you know i prefer black women because i kind of like i grew up like around black women you know i think you know a black woman would, would relate to me more da, 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 da. so that's kind of why i want to date a black woman but you know like if i got to know somebody else and you know we clicked and we vibe you know i'd be open to that too like that's like a safe thing to say but if you're coming to say like okay i like this type of woman because this other type of woman is this 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 and this um and those are negative stereotypes or things that are baseless they don't have they don't have any type of validity to them then it's like that's when you're reaching that gray area type thing mm, sheesh do you think poc unity is real mm. come on in a real world in a perfect world mm. yes it would be you know we would have your poc type of people all together but from some of the things i've seen it's usually black people against like everybody else or even um because i know like when you go to like when i was in egypt mm-hmm. or whatever there was you know obviously a different race of people there like they're racist like to black people there like i've experienced yeah. i that was my first time experience, experiencing racism actually was like when i was over there not to generalize but to say that poc solidarity is like is real is a little bit naive because in a perfect world obviously that's what we would want but we see that's not the case there's anti-black racism in in multiple races mm-hmm. and this is just a, this is just a fact like um, and most people from like other races, like if you ask them, okay, what does your family think about black people? Da, 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 da. Even though they might not, like they can, they can definitely say that, oh, my family or this person, my family, you know, doesn't rate black people or thinks this of black people. So it's really hard to advocate or to, to sit here and say it's real when that's the reality of like what's going on. So I don't want to talk on specific groups of people, but like you can easily go up to someone that's not black and say, what does your family think about, you know, black people type thing? Mm-hmm. And they're going to tell you something that, probably aren't so nice just and that's yeah. just the fact of the matter because anti-black you know sentiments have been around since maybe the beginning of time since black people were even you know seen as 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 people so it's not nothing new to be honest mm-hmm. and i'm i don't know what it's going to take for it to go away but like it's just the reality the fact of the matter that most people or most other groups of people that aren't black have some type of anti-black sentiments like within their social circles Damn. yeah how come with these issues you're so you seem to be so passionate about it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you you really i could tell these are the type of things you just do your homework on when it comes to like our people type of stuff it's because of like that whole like junior high high school like mm. scenario so once you know you come from a place where like you don't like being who you are to wow. actually liking to being like you know black and just like that it kind of worked out well because it's like okay i kind of found like you know pride in being black myself so now it's like i hold on to that like you can't take that away from me type thing mm-hmm. so like seeing like pride and being like being like a black woman or you know being african or being you know surrounded by other black people like once you find that out for yourself it's kind of like when you when you like if you're buying like you drive a motorcycle or whatever if you work for that money and you buy that yourself if you're gonna take care of that like yeah like with your life because you know the value that goes into that motorcycle so it's kind of the same thing with like building up pride in who i am i kind of like you know bought that myself so now i take care of it like nobody's business type thing so that's kind of why i do like my research right i invest my time in like certain things because if maybe like that had been around for me like when i was like you know younger growing up like more invested like i feel like my life would have been like completely different mm-hmm. but now that i know it now now that i'm like super proud of like being black and african and you know black women da da da, da it's like i can use that to you know help other people maybe that mm-hmm. are like on the fence or like don't like who they are da da da, da. 
Do you know who Dr. Umar Johnson is? Yeah. What's, <laughs> what's, what's your thoughts on a nigga like that? Have you seen him on Twitter? I don't know. I don't know too much because everything I see is is memes. Oh, so I don't so know, you his, don't know actual, his thoughts. Yeah, his actual like I just be seeing like I know he's super pan Africanist. Like he just like, wants black people to unite and believes in black black supremacy. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. But I like I only see his like his videos and his pictures used as like memes. Mm. Yeah. So you haven't really watched any like his serious club, like his, work. Any, yeah, no, I haven't. Nothing. Yeah. Why is it you feel like you wouldn't really gain much much interest in him or you just don't have the time? No, because I see him as memes, so I just don't take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know. Sometimes sometimes yeah. the internet just be ruining certain yeah, things. So you I know just... when you're just on TikTok or you hear the same voice or something, yeah. and then when you hear the real version, it don't, just, yeah, I don't it's know. not serious. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Who's the weakest link? Where? Weakest link in the, in the, in the community. In the black community? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the weakest link? Between black men and black women? Mm. I'm going to say black men. Like, you know, I'm why is everyone shitting on a Why is that? What would you say? You would say black men or black women? Uh, I'm asking you the questions. <laughs> and I give my answer. Well, honestly, I'm biased. I'm biased because I'm biased. a black woman. So I'm not going to say black women are the weak links when I'm a black woman. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to say I'm a weak link. So I would I would say. But to be honest, I don't think, I don't think it's like, you know, one or the other. I think in certain situations, like some black like obviously i i love being a black woman and i'm gonna support black women but there's some black women that just don't make sense Mm -hmm. and the same things for some black men i love seeing black men succeed and do well and you know shine in every aspect but there's some black men that just don't make sense Mm. so i i wouldn't generalize and say you know black men are the weak link or black women are the weak so when you say don't don't make sense you mean like the thought process just pisses you off they're just some things that they say or do that just like (laughs) what are you talking about like from both from both sides they just like don't make sense so obviously as a black woman i'm gonna support you know if you're black but once one sense has left the equation i gotta <laughs> i gotta leave too <laughs> like it's just not enough to be black you gotta be making it's mm. making sense too so mm, yeah i wouldn't say one or the other i i would say it definitely depends like on on the situation mm. so i'm guessing from the way you're speaking, you're not a big fan of inter- interracial relationships. Oh, no, no. Not at all? No, I know. I'm saying, like, I'm not, like, if that's you, then I'm a big fan. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, keep yeah. it 100. Yeah. If, if a black man's with a white woman walking down the street, you do a double take. Let, if, you do a double take. But I would do the same thing if it was a black girl with, like, a, a, a white a white man, too. Like, I would just, like, just would to you see really? what I Oh, yeah. No, just to see what I want. But it's not like, as long as, like I said, as long as the black man is not sitting there bashing, like, black women mm-hmm. there's absolutely no issue type it's thing. fine but once i start hearing talks of oh you're saying black women are this this and this now i know something's wrong with you mm. yeah so what um do you think this, i just have a few more questions uh-huh. and i'm gonna wrap it up do you think um there's an issue between african descent and diasporas mm, sometimes because I, I feel my bad oh, i just gotta oh, add this on ahead. y'all are sellouts who the who the diaspora? No, that like the Africans. Y- y'all are sellouts. You saying African people are sellouts? Yeah. What you talking about? Actually, say what you gotta say first. <laughs> let, let, let me hear what you have no. to say first. <laughs> so wait, let me just clarify. Like African descent, <laughs> like like people from Africa versus because even though I'm African, I'm still part of the diaspora. Diaspora is you know anyone that's not from like you know their their continent. So did I say it wrong? This is it not diaspora? Diaspora, diaspora. I say diaspora, but it might yeah. be it might be diaspora. But I'm I'm a part of the diaspora. My family is a part of the any any South Sudanese person here is a part of the any black person actually in this Canada, you're a part of the diaspora. Mm. So you too you're a part of the diaspora. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Because what I'm talking about is like the Africans that sold out the other blacks and then the blacks that got sent out like talking about way slavery? out there. Yeah. Oh, to be honest, I can't talk, talk on that too much. I saw something actually on TikTok the other day, but the thing was low-key long, so I didn't watch it. But um, <laughs> I don't know too much about like the Atlantic slave trade and, you know, who sold who and from where and stuff like that. Um, so I can't lie. I can't talk too much on that. Mm. I, I like that. I like how... Like if you if you actually don't know yeah. too much about something, you don't yeah. dwell into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the last thing I want to ask you is what is a healthy black relationship? Good question. <laughs> what is it? Like you mean between like you know like a man and a woman's type thing? Anything. Like, you know, Anything. Healthy black relationship. Mm-hmm. So I can't really talk too much from experience, but ideally what that would look like is like there's a level of connection there type thing. So. Mm. Like, you know, you understand where I'm coming from as a black woman or, and I understand where you're coming from, like, as a black man type thing. There's, like, a certain level of mutual respect. Like, you'll never, like, talk down on each other type thing. Um, there's a certain type of, like, ambition, like, for both of you. So it's not it's not selfish. Like, you're looking out for yourself, but you're looking out for the best interest, like, of the other person, too. And just certain, like, certain things that you do that would always benefit, like, your partner that would never put them in harm's way or put them, like, you know, at stake type thing. Um, and then also like compassion, respect, kindness type thing, being gentle with like the person that you're with. So like nothing like, you know, don't be raising your voice, you know, don't mm. be talking, calling them out their name, you know, um, being disrespectful, like making them, making them feel a type of way or, you know, making them, making other people look at them like, damn, like, oh, I wish they knew this or like, damn, that can never be me type thing. You know, always putting them in a position where they can like, you know, feel proud to be like mm. your partner type thing. Or just even in friendships in general, like all the things that I mentioned, like still stand, like the mutual respect, kindness, compassion, et cetera, et cetera, type thing. Mm, okay, okay. Well, that's everything I got to ask you. Is there anything you want to ask me before I wrap this all up? Mm, no, nah, thanks for having me. You know what I'm saying? Fun. I'm, I'm going to be having you on again soon <laughs> in a little bit. I'll be here. Okay, it's your boy Convo and Marlo. It's Yawa here. And I'm out.